Hi, I'm Jordan Laurel, and welcome to my show where we make the human experience magical through mental health, mindset, and manifestation. My story is one of radical transformation and rebirth. From depressed, disempowered, and dependent to flourishing within an incredible life I've created, this podcast is me sharing my process of overcoming and creating a magical human experience to help support you as you do the same. Tune in every Monday to feel empowered through stories, wisdom, and lots of super practical tips. Because I am proof, you can change your entire life and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Magical Human Experience Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. I hope you guys had a super restful and refreshing weekend. I had a really great weekend. I feel like it was very balanced. I had a ton of fun Friday night and Saturday afternoon with friends, catching up, just dancing, having a blast. And then I also got a lot done in terms of spring cleaning. I'm in very much a spring cleaning mode right now. And I had all this stuff from the closet sale I did earlier this month that I went through and I'm donating a lot of it, but I am listing some really good things on Poshmark. So if you want my Poshmark, shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at my email in the show notes and I'll give you my Poshmark in case you're doing some shopping for the upcoming spring season. I'm clearly very excited about spring. But yeah, so I went through all of that as well as organized a bunch of stuff in my closet that just needed to be organized or sorted or put away. And so I'm feeling very centered, especially like in my space at the apartment. And I'm doing a cleanse. Clearly I'm recording this intro on Sunday, but I'm starting a cleanse tomorrow kind of nervous I always get nervous before any kind of like cleanse because I don't know I like my routines I like what I eat I like my morning decaf coffee uh so I'm always like a little I don't know this is very in line with today's podcast topic uh I guess it's clearing space letting go loss but all of that is just change and so I'm doing a bit of a change to my diet for a few days to just clear out and cleanse my gut but it's a holistic cleanse I'm going to share more about it with you guys if I like it which I'm thinking I probably will even though it'll be a little bit painful and uncomfortable and I'll probably piss and moan a bit during I think I'm going to feel really amazing after because there's journal prompts there's meditations it's supposed to be just a 360 cleanse and yeah I'm in this spring cleaning mode and ready to go with this so I'll keep you posted on how that goes wish me luck Before we dive into this week's episode, which is honestly jam-packed with stuff that I think is really going to help and serve you guys, especially if you are starting to do manifestation work, there is fallout and loss as we let go of things in clear space for what we want to call in. And that process can be really hard. And I'm sharing a lot of things that have helped me get to a point in the process where I still feel really stable and I'm able to thrive even through a breakup, through letting go of my management, through just shedding and shifting and a lot of change. I have never felt so rock solid before and a lot of it is from this work and I really hope that you guys get a lot out of it. But first, this week's magic Oh my gosh, so excited. It could not be more perfect for this episode. I mean, first of all, I'm recording this intro on the first day of spring, March 20th. I'm in this whole like spring cleaning vibe. Tis the season. The weather's warming up. We had so much sunshine this week. And what would be more perfect to pair 
with spring and warm weather than the perfect rosé. And I think I do have the perfect rosé for you guys. I've been a fan of Aveline for quite a while now. I mean, Cameron Diaz is one of the founders, so obviously that adds to my love for the brand because I love her. She's so fun and cool and funny. But Aveline is an organic wine brand and it doesn't have a lot of the unwanted and undisclosed like nasties and extras that a lot of wine has which really breaks my heart because you guys know I love my wine huge wine I don't know connoisseur sounds a little bit snobby but I'm into my wine and I I know what I like and I like trying new things I like expensive wines it's just a fun hobby for me that I really enjoy and I don't love the fact that I mean it's already poison like let's be honest, it's not good for you. Uh, but it's a treat. It's something that I enjoy in moderation. And and so I love having a wine that tastes really amazing and is healthier than a lot of the wines out there. This rosé, their rosé, I've tried a few of them. The rosé is my favorite so far. But it's like actually I think my favorite rosé ever. It is so delicious and juicy and perfect and like watermelon Jolly Rancher vibes but it's not sweet I don't like sweet wines yeah it's basically I know there is already a brand called Summer Water but I feel like this is actually truly Summer Water to me I don't know maybe Summer Juice maybe a mix in between but it's it's delicious it's definitely yeah you've got to try it at least once it it's just like yeah everything I want in a rosé I really love my Cote de Provence rosés but they're a little drier so like a Cote de Provence would be Whispering Angel Miraval, uh, Minuti, love them. But they're a little drier and crisper and this one just has a little bit more juice to it that screams warm weather, sunshine, yeah. So if you're looking for a good rosé, highly recommend checking out Aveline. So today I felt led to talk about a part of manifestation that is maybe a little bit less glamorous and therefore a little bit less talked about, but I think it's so, 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 so important. Especially, I feel like it took me a while to learn kind of how to best handle it. So I want to share some of the things I've learned that have been really helpful. Um, And some of them I've learned from just like, psychology, therapy, all of those things. But again, I think the two go so hand in hand. And today's topic is fallout. And that's kind of just what happens when you start getting clear on what you want. You start really stepping into that next level version of yourself who has the things that you're working to manifest. You become a match for the things that you want to manifest. And you're then no longer a match for the things in your current reality. And you're starting to believe you're worthy of more. And so you're starting to attract more or at least starting to realize that what you currently have isn't quite cutting it anymore. And it's hard. It's really, really, really hard. It's not the part of manifestation we like to focus on. We like to focus on the the receiving and the feeling the feelings because those are really fun, really high vibe. But I think clearing space and letting go is just as important as receiving and it can be a really beautiful thing and it can be something that you do and feel really stable and supported in. So something that I have really loved about doing this work is the way it has helped me really learn about myself and figure out who I am and build a relationship with her. I told you guys last week in last week's episode step one clarity how I'd been in six different homes over the last year and 
a big part of this process is self-exploration, right? You're asking yourself, what do I want? What are my needs? And you're evaluating as you get things and calling in new things, experiencing them, seeing how they fit. And naturally this process, you have to kind of get to know yourself better. And I definitely feel like I've gotten to know myself way more in the last two years than I have throughout most of my life. And it's really beautiful. And I've not only learned about myself and my needs and my desires, but I've learned to really love myself and feel worthy of what I want to call into my life. And those are all really, really wonderful things. But it definitely has caused a lot of situations that were hard. And I feel like I finally figured out my tools for how to handle the letting go and the leveling up. But it, it, it was kind of awkward and clunky for a while. Uh, I definitely, I, oh my gosh, I remember last, last February it was, I knew I didn't want to stay in San Diego and I was so confused because I was like this, I manifested this, it was everything I wanted, but it was missing all of the natural light that I needed. And in every other way, I had my taupe kitchen. It was new. I had a tub. There was a pool. There was a jacuzzi. It was like so many things on my list. And I had said natural light, but I wasn't very specific. And I definitely didn't really vet it fully because I was just so excited. And I was, I felt so much pressure, like, oh my gosh, I need to move into somewhere. I have two weeks before my sublease is up. I need a home. And so it was kind of a combination of, you know, feeling the timing, you know, kind of closing in on me as well as, this, I was kind of a little starstruck by this place. And it was definitely the right stepping stone. I met amazing people there. I grew. I had about a month and a half in that apartment after Jeff and I started seeing each other again where we were able to kind of be in the same city. He actually lived with me for a month then. Actually, I housed his butt. Um, that apartment served such a purpose, but I was definitely missing something. And I waited to put in the 30 days notice and I got myself all worked up and I just drug it out. And I finally talked to them and they were like, if you can find somebody else to come into your apartment, like you don't have to pay a lease break fee and you don't have to pay extra rent. Like they'll just take over the lease. And I was like, oh, I just like stressed about this (laughs) and avoided it for a while and delayed myself making other decisions. And yeah, through, through this process, especially through the apartment journey I went through, I really learned just how important it is to really be honest with myself along the way. And just keep checking in, knowing that it's okay if something's not working. Like, it is okay. I will figure it out. I will manifest something better. I will be able to transition or figure out a solution. Like, I was just so scared about the letting go and stuck around it that I was, like, causing these weird situations. So I hope that I can help you guys feel a little bit less stressed about it because it is a natural part of the process and you can handle it. You will figure it out. It is not a bad thing. And it showed me I had a lot of limiting beliefs about just how powerful I was, just how great life could be and how easy it could be. And they were causing weird, difficult situations for myself and extra stress that didn't need to be there. So If you are feeling freaked out or scared about this, it is a good thing and it can be smooth and it can be easy and it can be, you can feel stable and supported throughout it. So I want to talk a little bit about how to know that it's time to let go or you're getting to that time or maybe you're past that time. And then I want to share some things that you can do to support yourself in 
going through it and feel stable and stay in faith. Okay, so how do you know it's time? And you guys are probably going to hate me for saying this because I did not like to hear this for a very long time and I'm finally accepting it because I'm finally just, yeah, me and the process are getting good (laughs) with each other. But if you're really spending a lot of time thinking about it, it's probably time. If you're worrying and you're wondering and you're coming to this podcast being like, should I let go? Is it time to let go? It's probably time to let go or it's getting to be time. You're at least in a place where you kind of already know deep down in your gut that it's time. That's when when we are searching for the answer outside of ourselves. It means we already have the answer within us and our gut already knows. And I I know it's not fun to hear, but take it with a lot of love and grace and compassion towards yourself and it's okay to know and not take action right away. But I have more to say on that in a little bit. So that's kind of my first thing. <laughs> How do you know? If you're asking, you probably already are starting to know. Um, but some other things that can really help you get really clear and feel really strong about the decision you make. If you are starting to feel resentful towards the person, the job, Apartment, like you're feeling yourself starting to get resentful. Resentment is always such a really helpful little red flag for me. I tend to nowadays, whenever I feel resentful, I'm like, okay, how are you overgiving? Because <laughs> I'm usually giving myself or my resources in some way that's not aligned that I don't want to be if I'm feeling resentful. And it's just a great sign if you're in a relationship and you're feeling resentful a lot, if you're at a job and you're feeling resentful a lot, uh, you're probably, it's probably not healthy. And that's not to say, I'm not at all saying that you cannot work through or fix things, one million percent. Uh, But if you have tried to work through and fix things and they're not fixable and you're still feeling resentment about the dynamic, then it's probably not aligned complaining if you are complaining a lot about your partner or your job or your apartment that's just kind of an indicator that you're resentful towards it like if you're really unhappy you're gonna find yourself complaining and that's a really big sign that you either need to make changes or if changes can't be made it's probably time to move on if something is really one-sided like you feel like you are getting nothing out of it but you are giving a lot to it, then it's another sign. And again, these these are all signs to stop and evaluate. What can I do to change this dynamic? What can the other person do? How do I communicate this in a healthy way? If you can't and you're still feeling these things, then they are signs that it's not aligned. But for, for many of these, I feel like it's worth exploring first because you can really I, and I, my relationship with Jeff is proof. We work through every single problem, every single problem, codependency, lack of boundaries, self-abandonment. Um, oh my gosh. Like we got to a point where the relationship was so smooth and fun and easy. It was just missing something and we couldn't fix it. So again, I am such a huge fan of counseling, therapy, working through things, learning how to communicate. But at the end of the day, if you've done that and you're finding yourself feeling these feelings, they're probably a sign. Low vibe. If you are feeling like you are really low vibe 
all the time. Like you're feeling drained. It's taking you out of the normal high vibe that you're in, the person, the job, the place, whatever it might be. Again, probably not right for you anymore. You're staying in it because of all reasons that have nothing to do with you. So you feel bad to let them down, your boss or this guy or girl. Um, You don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want to cause a problem. Anything like that, if most of your reasons are surrounding the other thing or person, you're probably not valuing yourself enough and really honoring yourself. And that oftentimes stems from worth issues or just areas that you can do more worth work around. But And this is another one. If you can't be yourself, if you feel like you aren't really sharing yourself fully and you are having to dim your light, play small, not share your wins, anything where you don't feel free to be able to fully express and be yourself, your most authentic, genuine self, that's another clear sign that it's probably not in alignment. And then obviously, if you are being abused in any way, emotionally, mentally, physically, verbally, any kind of abuse, always, always, that is not in alignment. You do not deserve that. You do not have to stay in that and take that. Unmet needs. And this is kind of where my relationship with Jeff, like we were able to work through everything. We are literally best friends, so aligned, amazing in so many ways, but romantically it was just not a fit and I want to also just say (laughs) I've also been releasing in a lot of other areas of my life so I feel like this is like such a pertinent topic right now (laughs) which is why I probably felt called to speak about it but it doesn't have to be a bad thing and the other person or job or whatever doesn't have to be evil like I feel like some of these situations obviously if you're being abused then that's not great but it was just a misalignment like in one area for us and our relationship is great still we're best friends we just decided that this was no longer a romantic relationship it's just going to be a platonic friendship like that's what feels aligned and he's an amazing person I'm an amazing person like it doesn't have to be this thing where we're mad at each other or criticizing each other or we don't talk to each other sometimes you need space for healing if there is a lot of pain I feel like I was kind of getting there gradually over the last couple of months and grieving throughout it not working till I finally was like oh wait why am I forcing this it's not working but it doesn't have to be this negative toxic you know ending to things like It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It doesn't have to be viewed as a failure. I definitely don't view this relationship as a failure or its ending as a failure. It was the most amazing, impactful relationship I've ever had in my life. I have grown the most with Jeff in my life. We have been amazing partners and teammates, and I would not be where I am today without him 1 million percent. And he wouldn't be where he is without me either. But (laughs) um, it was really mutually aligned in that way. We have continued to be amazing supports to each other, help each other level up, really help each other heal. (laughs) We both went through a lot of emotional and physical abuse in our lives. And it was the perfect thing for me for the last two and a half years. It was exactly what I needed. It has helped me heal so much, grow so much emotionally mentally all the ways even physically like I am way fitter than I was before I met Jeff and started dating him um so yeah I think 
you know, I just want to encourage you. If you are angry and mad, it means you were probably wronged in some ways. And that is okay to feel angry and mad and feel like it was a negative thing. But don't do yourself the disservice as completely writing off the situation as a waste of time or a failure because chances are it met your needs in some ways and it helped you grow and evolve in ways you needed to to get to the next level to get the next thing that is more aligned. And if you are feeling like weird and not sure, don't feel pressure because a lot of society likes to like trash their exes. Don't feel like you have to do that if that's not the case, if they were a good person and it was a good thing for you. Like it's a really toxic cultural thing and it's just not the truth usually like I have you know I I definitely went through a lot of abuse in my marriage and so I was very negative about that for a while but as I've healed the more I've been like hey like I need it was what I needed at the time um some some of it obviously no one deserves to be abused but it it served me in some ways and he wasn't a horrible person like he was a good guy in most ways and he had some issues and I did too and it was a really toxic dynamic and I don't have to act like he's the worst dude in the world um I think it's just easier you know sometimes when we have pain or areas we need to heal but you have control of the narrative of these things and you can make that narrative be whatever feels aligned to you All right, so some tips for how to deal with when you need to end something and the space that then ensues. For me, I spend a lot of time reminding myself that the space will fill with something better. I have been spending a lot of time visualizing the future relationship I want and quote unquote manifesting it. You know you've manifested something when you know it's yours and I feel so deep in my heart and soul that that beautiful passionate love that I know I want is mine I really feel that and so I'm actually like I feel like that's one of the biggest things that helped me feel really stable and just not be a hot mess throughout all of this which it's okay when we are hot messes it is okay to be a mess and to need to cry and and I have cried um to feel sad it's okay to like just have a breakdown and spiral a little it you know like I don't want you to judge yourself if you know you do I feel like I that oh my gosh my poor friends when I would go through breakups and heartbreak all the long voice notes but as I've been doing this work and just really working on healing myself and stepping into my power like this didn't really rock me that much. I've been pretty good and stable and okay. Um, And part of that's coming from just like, I know, I know I'm going to be okay. I know this love that I want is mine. And it's sad to let go of something that was so beautiful in many ways and somebody that I truly love, but I'm excited for what's to come. What's to come. It's fucking awesome. Like it's, it lights me up to think about it. And so Spending that time really getting clear on and visualizing and manifesting, following the steps of manifestation for the future love that you want, for me, it's really helpful in, yeah, staying in a good place mentally. With this tip here, I think that getting out limiting beliefs, it's a good time to do that because a lot of times a reason that we stay in things is because we're afraid that we're not going to get something better. And so this is why manifestation is so important. Like it's manifestation is doing the work to know you're getting the something better so if you're able to spend time in this work it's going to help a lot with alleviating those fears that naturally come up anytime we let go of something it is so normal like you're going to be afraid that you're not going to get something better unless you are superwoman or maybe gabby bernstein like you've been doing the work for years and years and years and years but unless you're like up there you're probably not going to have that come up 
I'm having it come up a little bit here and there. But I feel like I've done so much manifestation work that I'm, I'm just kind of coming back to this place where I'm like, I know that's not true. I know what I'm calling in. Second thing that can help you is to not force yourself to create the space. So I mentioned this earlier a little bit. You might get the downloads that you know it's not aligned. And by the way, if you're having trouble getting the downloads, spend time alone with yourself in silence, with your eyes closed, not connected to your senses, not thinking about other things, other people, connect to yourself. This is why meditation is so powerful. One of the many reasons. Spending time alone with yourself in stillness is how you can hear that inner voice, that inner guidance, that higher self that is trying to speak to you, your guides. You have to create the silence and the space to be able to hear and really starting to tune into your body. When I was thinking about staying with Jeff, I really tried to listen to what my body felt and it felt a sinking feeling in my gut. I knew I was settling. I knew I wasn't honoring what I truly needed. Not that he being with Jeff is settling, but with what I needed and what he was able to give me, I was settling. And your body has a lot of information and it's, we're in our masculine energy when we're trying to overthink and overanalyze. The only reason why we're overthinking and overanalyzing is because our gut already knows and it's causing this dissonance within ourselves. And we're like, ah, what do I do? What do I do? Take time to feel into your body. Make the space and silence to truly spend time with just you listening to you. You're going to get downloads. You're going to get leads. You're going to start to get answers. That said, I knew, I knew that it wasn't right about a week before our trip to Paris. And I did not want to go to Paris broken up. <laughs> I just didn't. And I was in my head about, oh my gosh, but we're living together. Our lease doesn't end till the summer, like all this stuff. And I was able to shift the energy because I was in a very resentful energy towards him in January. And I was like, because I was angry that he wasn't meeting my needs instead of being like, oh, he's not meeting my needs. Okay, this isn't aligned. Instead, I was trying to make him meet my needs. (laughs) Not a great strategy. But I just knew, but I just wasn't ready. And that's okay. And I was like, I don't feel ready. It doesn't feel right, even though I'm feeling like he's not aligned and this relationship isn't aligned. And guess what? I had the most amazing week in Paris with him. We had a fucking blast. We got so much out of the Joe Dispenza retreat. We had so much fun eating escargot. No problems the entire week. Not a single thing. It was literally so amazing and high vibe aside from the jet lag. That was really painful. Um, But it was just amazing. Really, really good trip. And after I stopped judging myself and shaming myself for not letting go as soon as I had the download, like I need to let go of this now, like, or it's time. I like was like, okay, I'm not judging myself. I'm not shaming myself. I'm not feeling ready to let go. Something in me doesn't feel safe. I'm feeling resistance, especially with this trip coming up. I just want to feel it out and not make a decision right now. And I gave myself permission. I stopped forcing and judging and beating myself up about that and just let myself live and do what I what felt right in the moment. And sure enough, a couple weeks later, I felt ready. I didn't push myself into it and force myself into it. And you're not going to block your manifestation. This is like a misconception. You're not going to block it because you don't let go of something you're not ready to let go of. 
You're going to block a lot of things if you are forcing yourself to do things you're not ready to do and you're judging yourself and beating yourself up and bullying yourself. That is what blocks things. Not giving yourself a lot of love and space and grace and kindness. And I feel really strongly about that. We're worthy as we are. You can't feel worthy and be beating yourself up and bullying yourself, right? So for me, it was just accepting and loving myself as I am, knowing I was worthy as I was in that kind of limbo feeling that's when the magic was happening. Like every time I let go of the shame and judgment, I feel like I come back to so much peace and flow and magic all around happens in all areas. And that's what happened. And then I was just, I was naturally ready. Like you can't not get ready when you're meant to get ready. If you're doing this work, you're, you're going to grow. You're going to keep leveling up and eventually you're going to be like, I'm not a match anymore. This is not aligned anymore. So that's, I think, huge is to not force yourself. Another thing you can do to support yourself, keep connecting to yourself and staying in your power. Keep coming back to what do I need? What do I think? What do I feel? What's aligned for me? It can be so easy to outsource the answers and to ask all around and get what everybody else thinks. And yeah, it's like, it's helpful to get wisdom sometimes, but you have the answers within yourself. You don't need to go outside of yourself. I kind of think that this is a great analogy. Standing in the water at the beach and the the water is crystal clear blue and you can see your feet. And when you go around to too many other people, it's like kicking up dirt and muddying the water. Like I end up getting so foggy and confused when I end up outsourcing a ton. I just, I can't even think straight. I can't access my intuition anymore. So take that time, keep connecting to yourself, be careful. And this is kind of a fourth thing. Be careful who you are going to and asking. I said I was going to talk about this coach that I had a quote unquote discovery call with. It was framed as a free coaching call for the people who attended the retreat. And I was really excited to learn from her because she is way ahead of me financially being a millionaire. And I was like, I would love to like get what I can. This is amazing. This was so gracious of her. A lot of people were giving away free things. Um, And I get it, you know, it's like giving away a sample at a, um, oh my gosh, going back to the mall growing up. Like I would love when I would walk like through the food court and the Chinese places would have all the like free chicken, teriyaki chicken. Oh, I was my favorite. And you know what? Half the time I bought it. It's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with giving free trials at all allowing people to truly sample your work, but you should be giving them the free will to make a decision off the sample, not manipulating them. Oh my goodness. So this coaching call, by the end of this coaching call, she essentially, I wanted to talk about money, but she figured out, I had mentioned, you know, she was like, what's going on in your life? You know, how are you? And I mentioned, oh, I recently went through a breakup and she jumped on that and I was not aware. It took me till a few hours after to realize like, oh, She totally was like weak spot pounce. And so she's like, I want to talk about love today. Love's connected to money. And it is. It 100% is. And I was not honoring my desires, which was saying I don't feel worthy of my desires in the arena of love lately. And I feel like I saw it affecting me financially. They're very connected. But she did some free coaching and everything she said resonated. I was like, yep, I know I need to work on my worth. I know I need to work on my self-love. I know I need to work on this, that, the other, whatever. And then towards the end of the call, she was like, all right. She's like, I would love to sign you up for my eight-week program on love. I think it's going to really help you. 
And I was like, yeah, I don't really know if I want to do another coaching program right now. I just actually signed up for something for my business. And she responded kind of like disempowering me and basically saying, your love life is falling apart. She literally said this. She was like, your, your love life is literally falling apart. How do you think that's going to affect your ability to manifest? And proceeded to make me feel very disempowered, like I needed her, like I didn't know what I was doing if I didn't sign up for her coaching program. And that is really, really, really toxic. And I wanted to bring this up because obviously I'm in the coaching space and I'm sure if you are in this into mindset, manifestation, wellness, all this stuff, you are probably coming across a lot of coaches And I've seen this happen in relationships before. If anybody is ever making you feel like you need them and you are not smart enough or equipped enough or capable enough to handle the situation without them, you leave feeling disempowered. You are questioning yourself. You're confused. Those are very clear signs that that person is manipulating you. And I really wanted to call this out because I was a mess for three hours after this call. I I can't tell you the number it did on me mentally. It, I felt like I was in a brain frog and I cried and was just like spinning. And thank goodness I have a lot of tools and know how to reground myself. And I, I went for a walk. I meditated. I talked to a, a dear friend of mine who is also in the coaching industry who I really respect. And she's talked about some of these toxic um, coaches before or toxic sales tactics before. Um, and so I got her opinion on it and I felt way better after a couple of hours. But it just was a lesson to me, like, be really careful who you are giving access to you and being vulnerable with when you are in this space because you're going to be more fragile and more vulnerable. When we are letting go of something, it's not that safe feeling. When we are getting to a point where we are ready to let go of something, wherever you are in that, thinking you might be getting to be ready, you're ready, you're more than ready, wherever you are, there is going to be some part of you that is going to feel a little bit less safe. And stable because you're releasing something. And so it's very important to be careful who you give access to you. And on that note, it's also really important to make sure you are staying in your power. Be a little bit more careful to do the things that really help you feel in your power. The people that you're engaging with, your daily rituals. For me, meditating helps me stay in my power. There's certain podcasts and music that I listen to that makes me feel empowered. Getting eight or nine hours of sleep, eating good meals, consuming alcohol less, a lot of things that we can do. And and obviously this is more personal and you only know what really helps you feel most in your power, but make sure you're really tapping into your inner power and reminding yourself of that. Affirmations are great. Journaling, But make sure you're consuming the things that help you stay in your power and you are being very careful to not engage as much with the things that take you out of your power. Another thing you can do to support yourself is to have support from trusted people. And kind of tied to that note, support from friends and mentors, really, 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 really helpful. Another thing, this is actually something, so I'm actually supporting one of my clients as she's letting go of some things in our coaching and which I'm so excited because she has leveled up her life so much. It's wild, but it was kind of, it's just so funny how things sometimes align. Like I've been letting go and supporting myself. I also just let go of my management. Um, Wonderful, amazing team, but 
there was just a few things we were misaligned on. And anyway, I'm going through all of this and it's just funny seeing other people go through it, um, clients going through it. But one of the things that I had her do is make a list of all of the reasons why the thing was no longer aligned because I guarantee you, and I've had this happen and we all have it happen. Whether you leave a job, especially after you break up with somebody, you are going to remember all the good things and you're going to want to go back because you miss them and you're a little vulnerable and you've got space in your life right now that's normally occupied by them. It's normal. Set yourself up for success by making sure beforehand or right after, whenever you can, make a really comprehensive list of why. Why did you end this? And it's helpful to have next to that your list of what you're manifesting in its place. But just, yeah, you're going you're gonna to go through it. Know you're going to go through it and be ready to, and if you, if you go back, don't judge yourself. Judgment, if you haven't gotten this yet from all of my podcasts, least helpful thing, shame and judgment. Don't judge yourself, but keep coming back as you're able and keep reminding yourself of your whys and keep adding to the list if you have gone back. Add all the new reasons why you left again. And following that, another thing you can do to support yourself is to fill the space with uplifting things intentionally. You know you're going to have space. You spent every Friday or Saturday with this person. Uh, You would text them during the day. What other things can you do to fill that space in a positive way? Can you maybe set up phone calls with friends, you know, for the next four weekends so that you are not tempted to call this person? Make plans. Go on a trip. See family. Get some new podcasts that you want to listen to for when you're tempted to text them. Whatever works for you, whatever is going to light you up, fill your cup, but get get some things. Prepare yourself. Help yourself for those times when you're feeling the space and you want to go back. And this actually I probably should have put earlier on in the list, but list out everything you are feeling. Are you feeling scared? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling angry? Whatever you might be feeling, really just express it as much as you need to and then honor and accept those feelings. I think a lot of the times we shame and judge ourselves for feeling sad or missing the person or doubting or whatever it might be or being afraid that we're not going to get something better because we know we will we spend so much time and energy bullying ourselves and not being kind to ourselves those feelings are there for a reason they're telling you something there's so much gold in our feelings and if we can honor our feelings by expressing them and accepting them we can start to dig into the feelings and what's underneath them and do work surrounding that stuff Just for an example, if you are feeling afraid that you're not going to manifest something better into your life or you're never going to meet somebody better or get a better job or get a better apartment, whatever it might be, if you can accept that fear first and honor it and love it and say, thank you, you're trying to protect me. Thank you for having my back. But you're holding me back. And so I'm going to let you go and I'm going to disprove all these reasons that are coming up that are telling me I can't manifest something better and get excited and try to think the new better thoughts surrounding what I want to manifest you can work through that fear and gradually release that fear but if you're just like freaking out about the fear and shaming yourself for the fear and trying to numb it or brush it away or whatever it's not going to go away it's just going to persist and you're going to just 
feel this like anxiety within you that's just not going to go away. And yeah, our feelings are messengers. They are here to provide us with insight and information to what's going on in our head and our heart. And whatever you're feeling is okay. Accepting doesn't mean you're keeping it. So these are just some things that have really helped me and other people, clients, friends that I kind of wanted to just compile and share here because this part's hard, but it's part of the process and it is beautiful too. You know, shedding the old and allowing the new to emerge is part of life. It's part of the, the circle of life. (laughs) I was going to try to sing that, but I figured that was a bad idea. Um, I kind of feel like watching Lion King tonight now. It's Friday. I clearly need a break from work. (laughs) But I love you guys so much. And I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, shoot me a message. My email's in the show notes. My Instagram's in the show notes. You can always DM me. And yeah. If you want me to talk more about letting go and breakups and have any specific questions you want answered in the upcoming weeks, shoot them in an email. I am more than happy to answer. 